You're listening to the Opportunity Zones podcast. Get ready to grow your wealth with insights and strategies for qualified opportunity fund investors. And now, here's your host, Jimmy Atkinson. Welcome to the show. I'm Jimmy Atkinson. I'm coming to you on site at the Novogratic 2023 Fall Opportunity Zone Summit in Washington, D.C., back where it all started back where the legislation was first passed, and we're hoping for some extension legislation before long. I'm joined today by the OZ Sherpa himself, Mr. Ashley Tyson of OZ Pros. Ashley, how are you doing today? I am fantastic, Jimmy. It is awesome to be here in the birthplace of America and, like you said, the conception point for all things Opportunity Zone. Awesome to be here in D.C. As you can tell, it's an unbelievably vibrant conference. Uh, It's awesome to see that there's this continued interest. You know, now that we're five years in, we got a five-year-old on our hands. He's running around here somewhere. I keep trying to put him on his leash. But uh, uh, it's awesome to see how this industry has grown over those five years. It's great to see some fam- some familiar faces and new folks and to talk about uh, kind of what's in store. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's over 150 people here today. It's the biggest Opportunity Zones conference I've been to in several years. So it's kind of fun to get the band back together, see the industry coming together here like they are today uh, here in Washington, D.C. I did not know that Washington, D.C. was the birthplace of the nation. We might have to do a history check well, on that one. All right, so, so the, the nation's capital. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Well, let's, let's dive into the questions here. You just got off a panel, technically speaking. No, that was actually the name of the panel, was technically speaking. That's right. How'd it go? Give me the 60-second rundown. It was awesome. I, you know, I love being a part of these conferences and being having the opportunity to get on panels because the brain power, the collective brain power of the folks up there on that panel is mind-blowing. He was not the smartest person on the panel, I don't think. Uh, it, no. I might have been the tallest person on the panel, but I was definitely not the smartest person on the panel. And I love that because it's an opportunity to be able to, uh, to bounce ideas off of each other and to ask questions and to really dive deep into some of these nuanced regulations and some of the things that are tricky inside of the Opportunity Zone regs. And so the experts need experts and the experts need to talk to other other experts because there's no case law on this. And so we're literally kind of setting like what the, the practice is going to be and what best practices are in these panels and in those conferences amongst the experts. So it was awesome. We, uh, we talked about like what you do if you got to downsize an OZ. We talked about uh, like uh, if you need to distribute money from a QOZB up to a QOF. We talked about if you need to bring new money in, uh, how you can kind of incentivize that new money. And we talked about some really cool stuff, uh, you know, uh, and it was cool for me because I'm a technical geek. Uh, and, and this was even deep technical stuff for me. So, but it was awesome. It was great to, uh, to see the crowd engaged in it. And uh, it, was, it was really neat to, to be able to come out of that with agreements on some of the things that have been percolating out there that are question marks. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was uh, fun to listen in on it. Some of the stuff went a little bit over my head, got a little bit uh, above my pay grade. Mine too, uh, it's all good. Exactly. So, <laughs> but that's why we bring in the experts. And you're absolutely right. This is where the industry is forming best practices is right here. Because like you mentioned, there is no case law yet. So this is where it all happens. And the Novogratic Opportunity Zone Working Group as well. They put together a lot of those best practices on those calls that they do every month, right? So one of the main best practices that we need everybody out there for posterity to know is that you can amend your working capital safe harbor plan. That is unequivocal. Just kidding. (laughs) I think that was a a firm no. You cannot do that, actually, per the regulations. Anyways, let's not deviate too much longer. I wanted to I actually think that it's really relevant, though, inside of that is that technically under the regs, it says that you can't. 
But we know that everybody has to change their plan. And so that's what we talked about, the practical effect of that these regs might say one thing, but at the end of the day, there's got to be flexibility for fund managers and for business owners to be able to do their thing and to not have to worry about getting penalized as a result of that. And so that's one of the things that we talked about was, okay, what do you need to do in order to make sure that you're coming up the safe harbor as much as possible if you have to take that action? Technically speaking, you're not allowed to do it, but practically, the IRS is not likely to come after you if you do need to amend your working capital safe harbor plan as long as you have a good reason for doing it. I want to talk about the very first panel of the day. That was, no offense, to me that was the most interesting one. The Washington Report, because we did talk about, the panelists talked about uh, what's happening here in Washington, D.C., what's happening with the legislation. And I think the biggest thing I learned that is new is that uh, I've been talking about you know, the possibility of getting OZ legislation passed to extend the program, hopefully by year end. And Mike Novogratik made the point this morning on his panel that year end is really April 30th for the purpose of the OMB deadline, uh, which I can link to in the description for today's podcast. We won't get into the details, but what, what did you take away from the Washington Report? What, what did you find interesting? Um, I thought it was fascinating that, um, and I really appreciated that uh, there was a representative from Senator Wyden's office here today. That was awesome. And it was awesome to kind of get, you know, straight from his office, the perspective relative to what's been kind of a a lot of, I would say, um, very cynical uh, kind of, you know, questionnaires and letters that have gone out and, and maybe a more cynical approach as it relates to the efficacy of Opportunity Zones and how uh, inclusive it's been. And that, you know, I think that there's some people that would say that it's a, a billionaire's safe haven. And uh, it, it was good to hear from her that they're looking for stories. They're looking for examples of how the, you know, the, the, these things have actually been working in order to make communities better. That was also one of the really fascinating things is that graph. So there was a graph, and you need to make sure that we put that in the show notes too. I have a picture of it. I'll try to see if I can get it up there for sure, yes. Yeah, and that graph showed what happened in actual opportunity zones all right, versus other low-income census tracts since the enactment of the legislation. And, they, man, they were tracking flat. And then 2017 happens, and opportunity zones go hockey stick, which you'll appreciate being a hockey player. I'm a big hockey player. Love those hockey sticks, right? (laughs) And so I think that that's relevant because we're able to have conversations with folks that have concerns, rightful concerns, about the efficacy of the program and really show them that this thing really works. And, man, we need to not only extend it, but we need to make it better. We need to make it more expansive. Uh, One of the the other kind of things that uh, in the the Quaffy Talk – panel was uh, Jason Watkins asking about, okay, what would you do for Opportunity Zone 2.0? And the first, the biggest answer was make it eligible for non-capital gains. I think that that would be awesome. That would open up a ton of capital. And that's one of the most common questions that I get. Probably one of the most common questions you get also, hey, I don't have a capital gain, or maybe I do have a capital gain, but I want to put more money into Opportunity Zones. Why can't I use ordinary dollars? Why do I have to use capital gains dollars? And unfortunately, that's just the way that the program works. In order to be eligible for the full tax benefit of Opportunity Zones, you have to start with capital gains money. Uh, the other thing that I found interesting from the Washington report was, okay, we have, by the way, we have a Speaker of the House now, so that's a huge hurdle that we cleared to possibly getting some legislation passed before year end. Um, but there was also mention briefly of 
a continuing resolution beyond November 17th to keep the government funded beyond November 17th, that could possibly include some tax stuff as well. I thought that was pretty cool. So maybe that's the earliest we could get some some OZ legislation, but uh, fingers crossed on that one. Fingers crossed, but I think that that's, mm, uh, I'm not not putting, I'm not going to Vegas on those odds. So, but the biggest takeaway for me was, I think there's a good likelihood we get some tax legislation done, hopefully before the end of the calendar year 2023, but if not, don't worry, we have this other deadline looming, April 30th. Let's see what else we got. I have a panel starting. I'm going to be speaking on in about seven minutes. So I need to go and in a, in a and moment. i got to get in there to heckle you. You do. So. You do. I didn't heckle you enough during yours. I know. Mine's going to be hot topics. I'm going to present some proprietary data from a recent Opportunity Zone survey that we conducted of our Opportunity DB email subscribers. So I'll be posting a link to that in the show notes for today's episode as well. Ashley, uh, give me one final thought. Opportunity Zones. What, anything under the sun. What do you got? Uh, I, I, I would love to see the program become permanent. And I'd love to see uh, folks advocating for that. And I think that that's one of the things that we've all got to do. We've got we to spread the word. We've got to get the word out to folks that don't understand. So if you know somebody that's got capital gains, you need to tell them. And if you're a CPA or a business broker or a lawyer and you've got clients that are facing capital gains and you don't know about Opportunity Zones, you need to learn. That's what we do at OZ Pros. Uh, we love to teach people about it, but I think that it's incumbent upon all of us to get the word out and to make this thing main street for everybody. Ashley, thanks for joining me today. Before we go, tell our viewers and listeners where they can go to learn more about you and OZ Pros. Absolutely. OZPros.com. Once again, that's OZPros.com. You can schedule a strategy call with me. You can get your Qualified Opportunity Fund or Qualified Opportunity Zone business set up. And we're almost at 1,000 setups, Jimmy. And so for the 1,000th customer, it's going to be, there's going to be like confetti and fireworks. And we got some actually really cool stuff that we're going to do for that 1,000th customer. So we're pretty stoked about that. And then we've also got an OZ mastermind called the OZ Ascent, which is a weekly call where we talk about all things Opportunity Zones and we help people with compliance. Fantastic. As always... We can find uh, more notes on today's episode at opportunitydb.com slash podcast. There we'll have links to all the resources that Ashley and I discussed on today's show. Ashley, this has been a pleasure. Thanks again for joining me today. As always, Jimmy, great to be with you. Looking forward to the rest of the show. Looking forward to your panel. Me as well. Better get in there. That's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. As a reminder, you can find us online at opportunitydb.com. The Opportunity Zones podcast is produced by Opportunity DB by Wealth Channel. This podcast is available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and all other podcast listening platforms. Just hit that subscribe or follow button so you get all of our new episodes as we release them. And we'll be back soon with another exciting episode.